Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of my podcast, Social Confidence from Teens to Teens. Now today I wanted to share with you guys the first secret to instant connection. Right now, um, I've told you guys a little bit of this, but right now I'm writing an ebook on the 11 secrets to instant connection. These are 11 secrets um, that I've broken down from literally years and years of practice and study on creating connection. And so I've broken down into 11 different secrets and that's gonna, that ebook is going to become available in the next few weeks, so keep an eye out for that. Um, but the first secret I wanna share with you guys is the power of names. Using people's names is one of the most effective ways to create instant connection. I wanna share with you guys a quote from Dale Carnegie, one of my favorite authors. He's the author of How to Win Friends and Influence People. And he said, a person's name is to that person the sweetest, most important sound in any language. I'm gonna, rephr- I'm gonna repeat that. A person's name is to that person the sweetest, most important sound in any language. As babies, ever since you know we are born and given a name, we are trained to react positively to hearing our name. Right? You hear, um, you hear your name, someone yelling your name from way far away, and you're gonna you're gonna look up, and you're because your mind is wired to react positively to hearing your name. That's why a lot often a lot of people. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this where you just seem to hear your name called out even though no one's calling it. One of, the, one of the reasons to that is that since our minds are so hardwired to, to listen to our name, right? If you notice like we're, you know, if you hear your name in a different conversation, your mind on, um, immediately picks that up. So if we're often in a crowd and there's no, a lot of noises, often our mind will hear a sound that is similar to our name and it'll interpret it as our name. So it seems as if we hear our name. Isn't that pretty cool? So as you know, as babies, we are taught to react positively to our name. Now, what's interesting about about names, right? There are a lot of people that have the same name, right? But with that, each person has their own unique name. Now, I know you guys that that kind of sounds like it's contradicting yourself, but let me explain. Um, okay, I'll use me as an example, right? My name is Sam. Recently, I just met a girl and her name is Samantha and she goes by Sammy and I go by Sammy a lot. So we're both called Sammy, which is kind of funny. But when I hear Sammy and I know that it is directed at me, my brain is going to react positively, right? Now, when I hear her name, when I hear someone else say Sammy and know that it's directed towards her, then my brain does not have that same reaction. You know, sometimes just as reflex will turn, but chemically our brains do not our brains do not have that same reaction, which is interesting. We, we subconsciously know when people are talking to us using our name, and we will subconsciously know when people are talking to someone else using our, if it's the same name, right? The same letters spell to spell that name. Now, <clears throat> with names, names seem to be one of the most difficult things to remember, right? I'm sure a lot of you gone through this, and I, I personally, have I struggle with this one a lot with remembering people's names right it seems like a problem that everyone deals with now like for example my mom love her to death but she is terrible at names at least she was for the first um, few years after we started bringing down lots of excuse me lots of uh, humanitarian groups and youth groups and leadership groups where we've been meeting you know 20 plus people in you know right at the same time my mom would never be able to remember anyone's name by the end of the week. She'd have the whole week and she'd still struggle to get the names. And then now she will literally 
my dad does this. It's crazy. She, he'll go out and name every person, right? Because he's been, um, he's been interacting with people and stuff. So he'll have everyone go down around the circle and say their name once. And then my mom will go around and perfectly name everyone just like that with hearing their names once. Then, you know, that's crazy, right? <laughs> I, I couldn't do that, honestly. I, I've tried and it's, I can't, <laughs> not yet at least. Remembering names is a skill. Now it kind of sounds like a lame skill, but it is a skill. It's not just a gift that some people have. You know, some people are going to be better at it than others, but that doesn't mean they have a gift. It just means they have more practice. So how does one improve this skill, right? It seems like remembering names is super difficult. And like my mom, she never would be able to remember names. And then now she's phenomenal at it. How does one do that? The One of the things I've determined when I figured out that she did was, well, it was just practice essentially, right? Where she regularly would, you know, it took years and years of this. And I am confident you one can do it in less time if you're intentional about it. But she just got used to hearing lots of new things and storing them, okay? So now I know people are like, okay, I don't want to do practice. I don't want to practice for years, right? So what's a specific thing you can do to start remembering names better? Now, one thing I've talked to my mom about, and she shared this is she, or this is, and this is like science. My mom has shared this with me, but this is science. There's all sorts of studies you can look up on it, but it's when you hear someone's name, you look at their face and repeat that name out loud. Okay. So you see someone, you look at their face, you're looking at their face, you hear their name and you say their name again. Now this kind of has a lot of things about it that are really helpful. First, it kind of takes advantage of all of lots of different learning methods, right? A lot, everyone learns differently. Some people more visual, some people more hands-on, some people just like to have things repeated to them, right? So this method is kind of caters to all of that, where for people that are really visual, you're seeing their face and you're hearing their name. So you assign that name to that face. Every time you see that face, you're gonna think of that name, okay? And then for people that maybe um, repetition is more helpful, it's hearing the name and then saying it. So you're, when you say something, your mind is more likely to remember it than as if you had just heard it once, All right? If you, if you try to remind yourself of something, if you just think it, that's one thing. But then if you say it out loud, your mind is somehow subconscious going to be like, oh, this is important. I'm saying it out loud, so that must mean it's important. And so you're going to remember it easier. And then listening to the name, obviously, your brain is going to hear that. And if you pay attention to the name and you listen to the name and you picture the syllables or the, sorry, not the syllables, the letters of that name, okay? So say you meet someone named Sarah. You look at her face and you say, and you see, or you hear the word, the name Sarah. You say Sarah out loud. It might, and it kind of sounds awkward, but you don't just say Sarah. You'd say, it's nice to meet you, Sarah. Or that's a, you know, you just, you use that name in a sentence. You could say it out loud if you want, just, just by itself. That works too. But if you want to find an excuse, you just say, oh, it's nice to meet you. Or it's great to meet you, Sarah. Okay. So you say that name and then you picture it in your head, right? Where if you hear that name, you're probably going to spell it out S-A-R-A-H, right? And there's, there's probably a few more different variations of that. But with most names, you can guess their spelling, even if not right, even if she spells her name S-A-R-A without the H at the end, you can, it doesn't matter how you spell it in your mind, as long as the way you spell it makes sense to you. So when you're hearing the name and you spell it out and you're seeing their, seeing their face, all of these things combined, your mind is gonna be like, oh, well, first I'm hearing it, I'm saying it, I'm 
seeing it, seeing their face, and then I'm also seeing their name like written out in my mind, right? Your mind's gonna be like, oh wow, this is important. And so you're gonna remember it easier. Now it sounds like a lot of things to kind of worry about, but after a few times, it'll become natural to you where you look at their face and you assign that name with their face. You hear their name and you're like, okay, their face is that, you know, that is their name. And then you can picture it in your mind instantly. Or maybe some people I've heard have uh, do syllables. Okay, so you like, you know, Sarah, two syllables, and you kind of use group the syllables together and you remember those two syllables. And for some people that have longer names, it's a little bit easier than spelling out the whole thing. But with short, simple names, I find it, um, I find it a lot easier just to spell it out actually in my mind. So let me just rephrase or recap those. You're looking at their face, you're hearing their name when they introduce you or when they introduce themselves, sorry. When you, re- you repeat it out loud and then you write their name in your head. Now all of the, all four of these together is gonna be the most effective, but really any one of them is going to be helpful to you. you know, you're probably gonna need to hear their name at least, or maybe, you know, maybe um, like with my dad, for example, when he meets the leadership groups, he goes to the airport to pick them up um, when they fly into Guatemala. And he, you know, we obviously have all their information of who's coming down. And so he knows their name and he knows what their face looks like. So he hasn't heard their name, but he's got the visual of their face and their name written out physically in front of him. So for him, he can just remember that and he'll see their face and then he'll remember their name. So he's a little more visual in that sense. He uses that, um, that visual technique. Whereas my mom uses more of the technique of seeing their face and hearing it more. That helps her more is hearing it. So I recommend, you know, kind of playing around with each of the different techniques, right? Try to, try to figure out what is the most optimal for you. I would still recommend doing all of them at the same time. That's what I try to do. And that helps me a lot is hearing all or hearing the name, seeing their, watching, watching their face, looking at their face. And often when looking at their face, um, it's kind of interesting thing I just thought of is, um, sorry, when you see their face, you pick out one specific um, detail about their face, okay? So it'll help you remember the face if you can have specific details. Um, One of the easiest ones that I use is eye color, right? Looking at their eyes and actually trying to remember what color their eyes is or their eyes are, sorry. When you are looking specifically for something, you'll start subconsciously seeing the whole thing, right? You know, if you're, if you're focusing on something with your eyes, you're gonna be able to see the peripheral, right? No matter what. So when you're looking at their eyes, which is um, most of the time the, probably the easiest thing that people are to remember is looking at their eye color, you'll start seeing the whole face and then you will actually remember when you hear that name, you'll think of green eyes. And then with, the, for example, yeah, their eyes are green, you think of green eyes and then you, the rest of the face comes into, you know, you'll remember the rest of the face when you remember the green eyes, right? It's the initial, it's like the little tidbit that you remember that really easily and then you can remember the rest of it. It's like, you know, the, the cheat sheet, the clue, whatever you want to call it. So when you hear their name, you're going to see their face and when you see their face to look at some specific detail, um, some specific detail, I use eye color there. A lot of people can use um, like teeth. I, I personally don't like teeth. I don't like to do teeth, but some people do that, like, you know, look, see if they're braces, see if they're, um, you know, maybe they're missing a tooth. Maybe one of the teeth is a little crooked or something, right? I personally don't like to look at teeth, but that, that I've heard a lot of people using that. Some people will do um, skin color and then like, and not just like, you know, of general skin color, but they'll very specifically try to remember exactly their skin tone and their skin, you know, the hue of their skin. 
that's totally up to you what detail you use. And you maybe can come up with your own. You can one of those three. Just having some specific detail helps a lot. And then saying their name out loud so you get the right pronunciation and you don't have, and you just make sure that that's the right name, right? Because it's always awkward when you hear someone say their name and you say it back to them or you later use it and they're, oh, that's actually not my name. You mispronounced it. Or, you know, my name is like this. It's very similar, but it's not. Right? That is the one of the, the worst things you could do when meeting someone new is saying their name wrong or saying the wrong name, right? That doesn't, it doesn't sound like a super big deal, but it's pretty much the exact opposite of this, you know, this secret of instant connection, obviously, is saying, saying the wrong name because then people, that's, you know, everyone, that's everyone's pet peeve. Everyone hates that, right? Is hearing, is having someone call you by the wrong name. Like, apparently, I don't see it personally, but apparently I look a lot like my older brother, Josh. And for me, it really annoys me when I get called Josh. Obviously, you know, it's forgivable and I'm not going to be offended by it. But it's a little subconscious thing where you hear, if you hear the wrong name attributed to you, it's almost like an insult. Now, I know this sounds really dramatic, but our brains are subconsciously going to think, you know, I am, I am my own person. I am my own identity. And I'm offended that you would say that I'm a different person, right? And again, sounds super dramatic, but that's how our brains work. Is everything's very emotional in our brains. We think we're all super logical, but it's all just emotional. So when we hear our names, that's an emotion that's going to be caused. So we hear our wrong names attributed to us. It's going to be bring a negative emotion. So if you're not sure on their name, don't just guess. That is, again, one of the worst things you can do. Don't just guess. If you have forgotten their name or you're not sure what would be best in that situation. And again, this isn't, this isn't super awkward. It sounds like it's going to be really awkward, but it's not. You just say, hey, sorry you know, Sarah, that's your name, right? Or you, you know, maybe not that if you're, if you're pretty sure and you want to clarify, then use that. But if you don't remember, be like, Hey, sorry, I know you just got your name, but can you just remind me again? And then they'll say it without hesitation, right? There's no like, Oh, I'm so offended. You forgot my name. It's like, Oh, okay. Whereas if you say the wrong name and then they're like, Oh, and they have to correct you, then it makes you look bad. And then it makes them feel, you know, slightly put off by that. Okay. So just asking people, people will feel this is now, this is another thing I'll talk about later in my book. Um, one of the secret secrets into connection, but when people, you ask people questions, right? They're going to feel, or when people are able to answer your questions, they're going to feel better about themselves. And so when they're able to answer your question, what's something that's very personal, their name, right? This is the most personal thing a person can get is their name. So when they're able to answer that properly, then they'll feel, they'll feel happy, like a little bit of happiness, just like that. Um, the happiness, uh, emotion, or uh, the, the chemical reaction in your brain. So you're gonna get a little bit of that. And so, yeah, just best to ask what they're name, you know, to clarify. Now, this little technique I like to use if I have forgotten someone's name. Now, I don't want, you know, I'm not saying that you should just not worry about forgetting people's names and then use these techniques. Just try to remember their name as best as possible because that's what's gonna work best. But in the event that you have forgotten a name, there's a few little techniques I have. I'll share two of them with you. Uh, the first one is you ask, well, you just say, Hey, remind me your name again. And then they'll be like, Oh, kind of a little bit offended, not a little bit offended, but they'll be a little bit disappointed and they'll say their name and you go, no, 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 no. Your last name. Like I know your first name, your last name. And they'll be like, Oh, okay. Totally. It'll totally get rid of that. Any negative emotion. And then they'll feel a little positive emotion that they inter that you're interested in their last name. Now in some circumstances, this doesn't work. This I would not use that in any circumstance where you wouldn't have never heard their name before, their full name before. Okay. 
So if you just met someone and you know the first name, then why would you be interested in their last name? That wouldn't, that wouldn't make sense. Last names are a lot less personal. So in, for example, like say a business, uh, a business setting where you hear the first name and the last name put together. The last name is less important. So maybe you've heard it once and you know what it is, or maybe it would, it would be appropriate for you to ask for their last name. Then that's when it's good. Now, if it's just like totally random, like why would you ask for my last name? Then don't just when it's appropriate for you to know what their last name is, then you can ask what's their last name. And then again, it'll be, it'll be a little positive emotion and then it will be, it will negate the negative emotion. So it'll be not only get rid of the negative, but it will add a little bit of positive if by asking their last name and getting, um, and then getting their first name. Um, now, <coughs> uh, the second tip for, if you've forgotten someone's name is you introduce them to someone else. Okay. So this is great for like large social gatherings, maybe, uh, conferences, um, or, you know, for example, I, I use it a lot during the leadership weeks. So if I forget someone's name, I will introduce them to someone else that they haven't met yet. Now how you're like, how would I, how would I do that if I don't know their name? It's pretty simple. Let's say, um, I see Bill right there and I know Bill's name and I'm talking to this person. I can't remember their name. Like, Hey, have you talked to Bill yet? And they're like, you gotta make sure that they haven't because it's kind of awkward if they already have, then it doesn't work because you can't do it. Like, Oh, have you talked to this person? It kind of seems like you're, you don't want to talk to them, right? So you only want to do this once. You say, Hey, have you talked to Bill yet? And if they haven't, then great. And you're like, Hey, I'd like to introduce you. And Hey, you know, you call Bill or you walk over to them. And like, Hey, Bill, I want to introduce you guys. Right? You'd say, Hey, I want to introduce you guys. And then they would introduce themselves to each other. And if you already said Bill's name, he'll probably most likely say it back to that person. And then that person will share their name with Bill, for example. Right? So let's say I've forgotten Sarah's name. I'm like, Hey Sarah, have you met Bill yet? Let's go, let's go talk with Bill. And, you know? And then Bill comes over and he's like, Hey, I'm Bill. What's your name? And she goes, I'm Sarah. And you're like, okay, great. Now I remember the name, her name. Now this is again, slightly awkward. If you say, Oh yeah, I have talked to them. And then you're like, Ooh, okay. Um, how about this person? Have you talked to this person yet? And you start naming people. Maybe they haven't met one of them yet. But if you keep, if you keep doing that, then it seems slightly uncomfortable as if you don't want to talk to them, which you definitely don't want to do. You definitely don't want to, um, you definitely don't want them to feel that. Now, last, last thing I want to share with you is just never, ever, 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 I cannot emphasize this enough, ever guess their name. If you don't know what it is, don't guess. It is really simple, but a lot of people do it. Just don't guess their name and it'll work out so much better. Even if you don't know their name, they'll feel more, they'll feel better if you don't know their name than they would if you get the wrong name. And I've already explained why, why that uh, isn't a good thing. So don't, so just a recap to how to start remembering people's names or yeah, how to remember people's names. You um, look at their face, pick out an attribute, you listen to their name, you repeat their name, and then you spell their name in your head. One of those four or all of them would be the best, but pick one of those to remember people's names. And then some techniques, if you've forgotten names, the two techniques are introduce them to someone else and then get their last name. And you ask for the last name and then they'll give you their first name. Or you ask for their name, they give you the first name and you, so, and you say, no, I want your last name. Or I, I, I forgot your last name or something like that, okay? And then the last, last thing is never ever guess. If you have forgotten and you have no other way to ask or it's a, it would be like a wrong, the wrong setting to ask for the last name, or you can't introduce them to someone else or for whatever reason you just need, absolutely need to 
then just be honest and say, hey, your name must have slipped my mind. Or remind me your name again. Say, that's probably the best line actually. Say, remind me your name again. Because if you say, hey, you know, there must have my mind, I'm sorry. Then they're like, oh, it feel, they feel obligated to forgive you, which is going to bring negative emotions, right? Forgiveness um, in something like that, it's gonna bring a little bit of negative, like it'll make, it, it'll make your mess up seem bigger if you apologize for it. So if you say, hey, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry I forgot your name. Or your name must have slipped my mind, my bad. Then they're gonna feel, oh, that's actually a really big deal because he's apologizing for it. He wouldn't apologize for it if it wasn't a big deal. And I know this kind of sounds weird, like, yeah, don't apologize. But by apologizing, it seems like a bigger deal. So if it is a pretty big deal, like maybe you've call, if you call them by the wrong name, then you would that would be appropriate to say, I'm sorry. Or if you've done something offensive, then you say, I'm sorry. But for something like this where it's really small, saying sorry makes it seem bigger, and then they'll be more offended. So just be honest and use the line, remind me your name again. And so they're like, oh, okay, you know, with, you know, there's no problem. I'll remind you your name. Using words like forgot seems really, really intense, right? Forgot. It seems it's a lot heavier than it, you know, it needs to be. So when people hear, I forgot your name, it seems a lot worse than, hey, just remind me your name again, where it's implied that you forgot their name, but it's not stated. So subconsciously, they're like, oh, you know, they won't think as much of it. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's names. Now, again, to re-emphasize the importance of names, our brains are hardwired from when we're little babies to react positively to our names. So using names is a little superpower of instant connection. It's one of the initial things. And that's why it's the first, um, the first secret in my, that I talk about in my book, 11 Secrets to Instant Connection. It's the first secret because everything starts with their name and it should always end with their name. So when you meet someone, get their name. When you leave the interaction, use their name again. And use their name as many times as you want throughout the conversation. That's always good. Now, don't go overboard with that. Don't be using their name for every single thing. But just, you know, every once in a while, every few minutes, say their name again. And they'll get, they'll be getting they'll be flooded with those positive, positive emotions every time you, they hear their name. And then, like so many other things, they'll associate that positive emotion with you. And they will feel happier whenever you're around. And they'll subconsciously feel connected to you because of that. Now, I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, I had a lot of fun preparing this one. Um, uh, first, real fast, I want to tell you guys about my offer right now. I'm creating content as you guys know, and right now I am creating, I'm putting together a three day social challenge. Okay. So in this challenge, I'm going to teach you in the three days, I'm going to teach you what, why, and how to create instant connection. Okay. So what is instant connection and break it down very specifically why you need to create it and how to create it. Okay, so it's three days where if you, um, each day you will get access to, I will send you a video, a video or two, and maybe a PDF or two, and then a checklist. And each of those videos is gonna, you know, explain explain a little part of it, of my, or of the, of instant connection. And then it'll explain what you need to do, how to do it kind of thing. PDFs are, it will be extra, any extra content, bonus content like that. And then the checklist is specific things you need to do in order to practice, okay? I don't want this to be where you just watch the videos and don't do anything. I want you guys to actually learn how to create instant connection. That's why I put together this amazing offer for you. And or so it's every day you're gonna be doing one little task. So maybe, um, okay, I'll use 
one of the final tasks is introducing yourself to a completely new person. Spoiler alert, right? So each day you're gonna be having, you're gonna have different things and it's not scary, okay? I'm purposely putting this together for people that have, that do not um, have a whole lot of experience with this, right? I want it to be um, as easily, easy to do if you've never, you know, obviously people have met people before, but if you've never met anyone in your life or if you've met hundreds of thousands of people, right? I want this to be just as effective for everyone. Um, and here's the catch. It is completely free. A lot of people charge a lot of money for these challenges, but I'm putting it to you guys. I'm giving it to you guys for free because I want you guys to know how to make instant connection, right? I know, I know the fulfillment I get from having instant connection and creating connections and having friendships like that. And I really, really want you guys to have that too. So I'm giving it to you guys completely free, no strings attached, no, you know, um, yeah, no strings attached. I'm not going to force you to pay me at the end of it or anything completely free because I want you guys to have this connections. I know how hard it was for me to create connections at the beginning and I know how great it is to now have that ability. So I want you guys to have that in it too. So in the next few days, I will drop the link for that sign up. So keep an eye out for that. Keep, keep an eye out for my Facebook and Instagram posts. Um, I will be dropping the link to that and blasting it everywhere that you are on uh, social media. So you'll be able to see it. You'll be able to opt in and you will get that. Now, as part of this offer, um, I will, um, <coughs> sorry, as a part of this offer, right, with the three-day social challenge, I'm also giving you access to a bunch of bonus content that is not accessible anywhere else, right? I'm not going to be selling it in any other places unless you get the, unless you sign up and opt in for the three-day social challenge, okay? I've created a few um, mini courses, a few mini video series, and some of those are going to become available to you once you, if and when you complete the social challenge, okay? So once you have completed it and you can give me proof that you have completed it, I will send you these bonus content things. Okay, and again, with those, no strings attached, I'm not gonna make you, I'm not gonna charge you at the last second. I want you to have as great an experience as you possibly can. I want you to learn as much as you possibly can. And I don't wanna overwhelm you. If you um, find it too difficult, which is highly unlikely and pretty much impossible to find this difficult, but if you, for whatever reason, decide you don't want to create so or instant connections, then I won't give you the any bonus material because it's just gonna go to waste, right? I don't want all of my efforts to be wasted. I don't want your time to be wasted. Right? I want this to benefit everybody. So if I can, if I know that you are an action taker and that you want social connection and instant connection and you want social confidence, if I can tell that you want these things and you can show me that you want these things and show me that we're the right fit for each other, that I can provide you with the um, right content and you can provide me with um, <clears throat> with the right um, outreach in the way that you can share it with others. If we're both, if this is a beneficial relationship, then great, you will get bonus content, you will learn so much. Um, but if you are not an action taker and you don't want any of these things, you don't want social confidence, you don't want instant connection, this isn't for you, you don't want to have amazing friendships, then you don't do anything and I will keep my I will keep my bonus material and you can go on with your life if that's what you want. If you don't want it, then great. If you want it, even better. Now, just to rephrase that, or just to reemphasize the point, the fact that you will not have any other access to this bonus content, okay? Once the, um, you know, the time I'm gonna set a, 
haven't decided yet, but after the social challenge is over, there's gonna be a limited amount of time where if you do certain things, or if you send me an email with proof that you have completed the challenges, et cetera, et cetera, then you will get the bonus content. But if you wait too long to do the social challenge and then you miss the deadline, my, my bad, or you're bad, I guess. <laughs> um, my apologies, I'm sorry, you missed it, right? All right, I want you guys to have this, and I don't want this to be something that you just, you know, you stick in, in the, on the back shelf and you never see again. I want this, right, I want this to be something that you implement in your lives as soon as possible. And the only way to do that is by making scarcity. So having limited time is what is going to hopefully um, force you guys to start implementing these things in your life, okay? And I want, again, I want you guys to have this. So keep an eye out for the link to this sign up in the next few days. Um, I will be dropping it probably in the next week or so. So keep an eye out for that. Um, get excited for that. Get excited for all the bonus content that hopefully you will be able to get. Get excited for all the amazing connections and all the amazing friendships and the relationship improving that you are going to do with relationships you already have. I want to talk about all of that. Um, thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow.